Hey sickos, I'm LJ. And I'm Tao. And this is Say Psycho Right Now. Say Psycho Right Now is a true crime and paranormal podcast. Some content may be considered disturbing or graphic. This podcast also contains adult language. Listener discretion is advised. To access our socials or become a Patreon member with access to early episodes and bonus content, find us on any social media platform and consult the link tree in our bio or go to www.patreon.com slash right now. You can also follow us on our socials or wherever you stream your podcasts and leave a five-star review if you're enjoying our content so we can continue to reach more people. This is a great free way to support your favorite content creators. Case suggestions or stories to share can also be sent to saypsychorightnow at gmail.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Yay! Hey, sickos. Hey, part two, part two of Alexi Treviso brought to you by Toby the Hobie. Okay. Hated that. Love you so much. Part two, season two. Lava. Number two. Okay. That's weird. I hated it. Um, Okay, welcome back, guys. In our last episode, we discussed what transpired on the evening of January 26, 2023 at Artesia General Hospital in New Mexico, where 19-year-old Alexi Treviso allegedly threw her newborn son into a trash can. Commence the boo. Boo. She is trash. Bad job doing your person job, Alexi. Later. Yeah, hate it. So in today's episode, part two, we're just going to get into what happened in the months following this incident. Investigation that obviously ensued. Alexi's arrest. The charges she's now facing, as well as the wrongful death lawsuit that Alexi has filed because she's trash because she's trash so in the months following 
the murder of her baby. Alexi went back to her regular life and she even went to prom. Because, you know. That's what you do after you kill your baby. Yeah, as is customary, apparently. Did she go, like, right back to cheering and stuff, too? Because she was, like, cheering the whole time she was pregnant and stuff, too. Okay, like, stunting. So, I'm not sure if she went back to cheer. I couldn't see anything about that. Now, to be fair, if you look at the timeline, for a lot of cheer, t- for a lot of cheer teams, that would be off-season anyways. Okay. That uh, out. Yeah. Especially, like, a high school cheer team. At least, like, back in my day, that would have been off-season. No, that checks out. And, you know, I'm used to, like, my daughter does all-star full year. So, I mean, there's literally, like, a two-week period that's off-season. But that's way different than high school cheer. Yeah, but she was cheering the entire time. And I'm going to try and post a lot of pictures and videos to our socials on this one because there's a lot out there. Because it's such a new case, it's very readily available. But, yeah, she went to prom. I have no fucking words. No fucking words. Like, in April of 2023, police began conducting formal interviews of the hospital staff. Now, a lot of the information revealed in those interviews are the events of that evening, as we've already heard them. So I'm not going to go too deep into that just for the sake of not being redundant. Um... However, I will say that one general consensus that stuck out from these staff interviews is that all of the staff being questioned seem to be especially bothered by one specific detail from that night. And that is that between Alexi, her mother, and the rest of the family, nobody seemed to give a single fuck about this baby. Nobody asked. No, it sure doesn't. Nobody asked if it was a boy or a girl or if staff had attempted any life-saving measures. Really, nothing like that. They were all just concerned with whether or not Alexi was in trouble. Right. Not even her, not even her boyfriend, not even the father of the baby. Although he was, I have to say, like, he didn't have much to say. I think he was probably like, you know, I don't know. I don't want to speak on his behalf because he's been like, a relatively small character in this whole situation, which right. I think in and of itself is a little weird. I, I don't know. His his mother has had more to say throughout the whole situation than he has. So I don't know if we're just dealing with two overbearing moms or I don't know. Another thing that stuck out to me from the staff interviews was a comment made by a CNA who said that, and this is disturbing, you guys, but she said that the umbilical cord looked like it had been shredded. She compared it to string cheese, like the way string cheese pulls apart. Right. And she she commented that they're usually really difficult to cut. So she said it was maybe as if, like, she had taken her teeth and kind of, like, ripped it. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, like, which I just feel, like, again, goes to, like, state of mind and intent. Right? Right. Because you have to be pretty desperate. Right. To do something like that. When you're in a fucking hospital. 
and had like 500 other options. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good talk. No. Good talk. So, um, police did attempt to interview Alexi several times, which she refused to do without a lawyer present. Now, that's her right, you know. Every, everybody's entitled to have their lawyer present. However, police were forced to remind her mother several times if they needed to hear this from Alexi herself because she's a legal fucking adult. Right. Once again, we have Rosa, who is trying to speak for Alexi. She won't do it. I mean, it literally took a whole 20-minute conversation of the police having to convince Rosa, okay, that's fine. She can have a lawyer, but she needs to come out here and tell us that herself. Right. Like, I, I just don't get this fucking woman, honestly. Like, what don't you fucking understand? How many times do you have to be told that your kid is a legal adult. Right. And if she's, you can't just like handle it all for her. Like she's the one being charged. She's being charged with fucking murder. Absolutely. Like it's time to fucking, you know, I hate to say cut the cord here given the topic, but like, oh, yeah, very. Is there uh, a better term? Is there a better term for that? It, I mean, the only other one that comes to mind is take her off the tip, but I feel like that's also a little too on the nose. I hate it. Maybe just, like, do less. How's that? Yeah, maybe just do less. That's great. Now, I do want to get into the autopsy results here. The autopsy showed, the autopsy was obviously performed on the baby, and it showed that there was no birth defects or abnormalities of any kind. And it also showed that the lungs were aerated, which is a sign that the baby did take a breath. Which completely, like, contraindicates what she said the baby was not breathing at all. Correct. And signs of hypoxia were present. These findings, again, like I said, are consistent with the baby having been born alive. And additionally, it is estimated that the baby was 38 weeks gestation, which, as we know, of course, is full term and certainly perfectly capable of surviving at that age. Right. The cause of death was determined to be entrapment and the manner of death was found to be homicide. Now, based on all the information that we have so far, the staff interviews, the autopsy findings, all of that stuff. An arrest warrant for Alexi was finally issued, you guys, on May 10th, 2023. So that's like what? It it took place in January. So, yeah, February, so February, February. February. like four months later. Four months later, they finally go get this bitch bag. And I don't know what the holdup was. I couldn't find anything on that. I mean, I get that it's like a somewhat complicated case, but I feel like it's not like a four months to make an arrest case. Mm, I mean, like. Right. Well, and I don't know, like, I mean, this is a poor point of reference because it's just not the same. I mean, remember, it took Ian's autopsy so long. So, yes. And one of the things that one of the things that the police were talking about on body cam footage was that, you know, at least in their jurisdiction, I don't, you know, know how it works other places, but they said, you know, if a person passes at home naturally, 
you know, the autopsy can take quite a while, but in these situations, they expedite it and it should only take a few days. Kind of what I was thinking, like you would surely think in a situation like that, they like fast track some things, right? Yeah. And then, well, no, and that's exactly what the police told the family. Going back to episode one, going back to episode one, part one, in the scene where the officers are speaking with Rose in the hospital waiting room and explaining the autopsy process. That was one of the things they said is that in this situation that the autopsy would be expedited. It should take like less than a week. Mm-hmm. So, y- you know, I don't know. I have no words for mm-hmm. the length of time that passed where this monster of a human being got to walk free, but no, I guess. Right. At least they went and got her, so good job doing your cop job. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Four months later. It's like that skip from the Amanda show. Isn't that what it's from? The Amanda show? The family of superheroes called the Eventuallys? And they're like, we'll get to it. Eventually. It's literally <laughs> law enforcement. <laughs> I don't remember this episode oh of God. the Amanda show, but... I'll take I'll look, I like exist in Amanda show references. Court dismissed. Bring in the dancing lobsters. Mm, we do love a good dancing lobster. So police show up to Rosa's home. Remember, we did say that Alexi lives at home still with Rosa to carry out the arrest warrant. This interaction was once again caught on police body cam and the footage shows Rosa back on her fucking bullshit. Are we surprised? No, mm. we're not. She demands to see the arrest warrant because, quote, this is her house. The officers explain to her that Alexia is an adult and they can't show her the warrant. The fact that this is her house is irrelevant because it's not a search warrant for her house. It's an arrest warrant. Right. For her grown-ass daughter who killed her baby. Right. Sounds a lot like an Alexi problem. Yeah, literally. It sounds a lot like maybe do better so rosa makes a phone call i'm assuming this is maybe to an attorney but i'm not sure the body cam footage does show rosa informing the police of who their attorney is and that she has in fact retained one so i don't know if that's who she was on the phone with but regardless Whoever she speaks to seems to kind of put her in her place a little bit because the tune does change slightly. Like, she's still an asshole, but at that point she realizes, okay, like, I've got nothing here. I need to let them take her. Like, right. there's nothing I can do to stop this. Um, regardless, she still goes on to ask ridiculous questions such as, what is she under arrest for? Stop it right now. Like, do you really need to ask? Uh, that would be murder. Murder. Yeah. That, oh, that would and then be the one. My favorite. Can I go with her? To jail? Sure. As an accomplice. <laughs> At this point, what? Literally. <laughs> what? Literally. Like, the, I mean, there's got to at least be an obstruction like, charge here. Right. Like, sure. We can charge you too, crazy. Delulu. Well, literally. So, and then she goes on to tell the police that Alexi is still bleeding. She's still having some bleeding, presumably from the baby she had four months ago. I don't know, which... How convenient. Sounds like... I mean, I know people do bleed for extended periods of time, but... I'm just saying, like, I don't believe anything these people say. No, I don't Sorry. either. 
Yeah. I just don't you, have you, a If you were still bleeding that badly, record. if you were still bleeding that badly four months later, I don't think you'd be wearing that light champagne colored dress to prom, Lexi. Mm, got him. I mean, but regardless, I don't know. She, I guess she just wanted to be dramatic. Like, does it really matter? Like, they have pads in jail. Right. Um, which is which is one of the questions that Rosa asks, by the way, is do they, you know, have pads in jail? Like, no, Rosa. Everybody just free bleeds on their orange jumpsuit. <laughs> right. Like, like your daughter's think? not the first person with the menstrual cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they've thought about this, believe it or not. But, yeah, so she asks if Alexi can go back in the house to, like, grab her little, like, satchel of feminine products, which they allow. Which is, like, the way that I just, like, wheezed. Why? It's so stupid. I think, like, you can't fucking make this shit up, you guys. So, anyways, Alexi grabs her satchel of bleeding materials. And the footage then proceeds to show her being escorted to the police vehicle. Hand, she's not handcuffed. Not even handcuffed. Right. Because per Rose's request again, she also requested that they bring the police vehicle closer to the house so that she didn't have to walk all that way. Uh, poor honey. Yeah, I know. Poor baby. I'm literally going to throw up. But okay. I know. So she did remain in custody for a few days before being released on a $100,000 bond. Um, right. Lexi is being represented by attorney Gary Mitchell, who, this attorney, you guys, honestly, and, and I know that attorneys defend scumbags all the time and it's their job, but sometimes I see them like and the shit that comes out of their mouth and i'm like how the fuck do you sleep at night right because this attorney you guys is like almost is honestly probably worse than rosa the interviews that yeah special sad metal for him (laughs) literally so he appeared in a news interview i think several news interviews actually claiming that alexia had no idea she was pregnant and he paints her as a grieving mother who just lost a son. Insert eye roll here. Literally. In the interview, he claimed that the morphine that was administered at the hospital, remember when Alexi arrived in the emergency department, we said that they began administering painkillers right away. Mm-hmm. He claimed that the morphine that was administered was more than likely a cause of the baby's death, which as we know, is not consistent with the autopsy results. Um, Morphine is not a threat to pregnancy at this gestation. Um, Right. This gestation being active fucking labor, Gary. Mitchell stated, quote, a fact that's critical in this case. The hospital began administering morphine, a painkiller, and other painkillers to her for back pain and abdominal pain within 28 minutes after she was in the hospital. And then they didn't stop administering that, even though they knew she was pregnant. They were administering that in an IV. Okay, cool story, Gary. Doesn't matter. I'm going to go on record as saying that morphine is pregnancy safe. Not that you should, like, use it recreationally. No. But if you... Subscribe to our Patreon to figure out how we know that. (laughs) Shut your poor mouth. But, yeah, I'm just going to say it's pregnancy safe. 
So you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> fine. And again, especially at that stage, it's not going to do anything. Right. Now, of course, the toxicology report that was done on baby did show morphine. And that's going to be expected because, like we said, mom was on morphine. Again, not a problem. Toxicology right. report also showed that Alexi was taking weight loss drugs. So it's almost like she knew she was pregnant and was trying to cover it up. Wow. Interesting. Great. What a thing. Yeah. Zero stars. We don't know how long she was taking the weight loss medication for at what times or who prescribed to her how she got it. But she was taking weight loss medication. Right. So, you know, again, like. Like LJ said, I think it goes to state of mind and intent. And it, another nail in the did Alexi know she was pregnant coffin? Yeah, um, I would say this points to yes. Yeah, I mean, I think we all knew that at this point, but right, you know, we have to think critically. Now, Alexi was set to graduate shortly after she was arrested, and although she was awarded her diploma. The school did request that she not attend the ceremony due to the controversy surrounding everything. Right. And she agreed to that. Now, in addition to the asinine grieving mother defense, let's get into the hot topic of this episode here. Alexi's lawyer has now filed a wrongful death lawsuit. Now, I will say... A lot of reports are saying this against the hospital. This is against the hospital. I do want to clarify at the time of this recording, the lawsuit, you know, the filing is public information, but we can't see who it's filed against. That right. being said, who the fuck else would it be against? Yeah, obviously. I mean, we can pretty much assume it's against the hospital, but I do just want to clarify on like the off chance that these lunatics have found something somebody else to sue and you're listening to this in the future and saying yeah tell that's inaccurate information well that's where uh, that comes from seemed obvious at the time yeah it seemed obvious at the time i mean like i feel like there's like a 0.1 percent chance things could happen but it's just right that. the suit claims that presumably the hospital was negligent because they administered morphine and other pain medications prior to receiving the results from the pregnancy test. Right. The lawsuit lists the decedent as Alex Ray Fierro. Now, both Alexi and her boyfriend, Devin, are listed as interested parties in the lawsuit. Yeah. Now, again, like we said, we're not medical professionals, but... We do know that uh, morphine at this stage of pregnancy would not pose this type of risk. We know that just like off the top of our noodles and, you know, also confirmed with Dr. Google. So basically fact now. Not to mention the autopsy results consistent with Alexi suffocating her child in a fucking trash bag. Which, uh, that's pretty damning. Mm, yeah, there's the smoking fucking gun. Now... I'm not sure if this wrongful death lawsuit is some ridiculous defense strategy or a fucked up cash grab. My hypothesis is probably a little bit of both because these people are just asinine. 
Um, yeah, and I would really, I, I feel like, although I don't disagree with that, you know what I mean? I feel like it definitely could be both. I feel like it's definitely more of like a defense thing. Like, oh, well, sure. if we're saying if we're saying it's not our fault, then we need to make it their fault. You know what I mean? For like, sure. And I we need to like, act like it's their fault. I think it's like a defense and it's like, oh, but hopefully we can also get paid off this because. Right. You know, they're wouldn't the hold your breath, folks. <laughs> like, they're exactly God. the kind of trash that would want to get paid for murder. Um, right. Now, another interesting note that I found in my research is that a source came forward and reached out to, gosh, unfortunately, I can't remember what the publication was, but I think it was, I don't know, maybe Daily Mail or something. Anyways, a source came forward and said that Alexi 100% knew that she was pregnant. You know, she... And they said that she was planning to name the baby Alex. Oh. Now, this source came forward before this lawsuit became available. Okay. So it's not like they just, like, read you know like the filing docket went yeah there. and yeah. like again i'm pres- i'm assuming she had no prenatal care i wonder if we'll find out more about that later on like did she maybe sneak off to a planned parenthood or something sure i don't be interesting know. to know i mean i yeah. get alex is a unisex name right maybe that's why she picked that right i don't know. no clue did she did she know it was a little boy i don't know but just an interesting tidbit there. Because that's Wait. the question. Oh, my God. And her whore name is Alexi. So she's like, I'm going to name this baby off, boy or girl. Yeah. Okay, cute. Hit it. So, you know, because that's the question here that everybody wants answers to. Did Alexi know she was pregnant? Did her mother know she was pregnant? I mean, I think we can pretty much deduce that Alexi knew. But yeah. You'd have to be, like, dumber than a brick to not know in her situation, I feel like. Yeah, also, again, like we said in the beginning of the episode, Lexi was cheering the whole time. And once again, I'll post the pictures on our socials. Actually, I already put Facebook. I grabbed photos and I grabbed body cam footage and all of that. Like, we're actively recording this in between recording part one and part two. We did, like, a little intermission while it was saving. And I went through and I just posted all of those on our Facebook. We'll see what we can also get on our Instagram. The photos aren't the best quality. I think that's probably like from what I was seeing online, it seemed like a lot of these were like stills of videos, right? So moving picture, it's going to be blurry. But you can see that she very obviously is like visibly pregnant. Yeah. Exactly. She she looks quite quite visibly pregnant. I mean, she's not. She's a slim girl. She's a slender girl. Right. And um, like, if you're a slim person, your pregnancy is gonna show. Right. Like, right. it's gonna be especially if you're in like a fitted cheer uniform. You know, those aren't like right. flowy, like a sweatshirt that you could hide in type situation. They're form fitted for athletic purposes. I I just I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know how nobody knew this. Now, let's see. I did see something somewhere 
but I wasn't able to find like any more information on it. I was just like being nosy. But I did see some like blit where she was cheering at six months pregnant and like she was obviously showing, right? And I saw like something that seemed to indicate this might have said something at that point about concerns, but I couldn't find anything really to say. Like, did they say something to Alexi? Did they say something to the parents? Did they say from that point that like, she couldn't continue. I don't know any of that. I just saw like, yeah. So what I deduce from my research is that the same source that came forward about, you know, the name she had planned for a baby and all that stuff. Um, that same source alleges that cheer coaches did notice her weight gain and sure. they did question her, but that she listen to the irony here she attributed the weight gain to being on birth control pills interesting yeah okay it's the irony oh god help us all god help us all so um so far alexi is set to stand trial in january of 2024 So far, Alexi is set to stand trial in January of 2024. She is facing, she is charged with first degree murder and tampering with evidence. So I'm really interested to hear what everyone's thoughts are on this one. So I'm really interested to hear what everyone's thoughts are on this one. Comment and let us know what you think. Um, Do you think that Alexi knew she was pregnant, or are you wrong? <laughs> Let us know if you're wrong, and then we'll just like shame you publicly. It's fine. It'll be great. Yeah, we will. Okay. Great Good talk. talk, guys. All right. Well, thanks for hanging with us through this two parts of spooky baby murder. And what's our next episode, LJ? The next episode, if you're a Patreon listener, is going to be what the fuck is going on in Colorado. We're doing an episode on Darlene Crashock. And if you are not a Patreon listener, well, I guess actually, in addition to that, Patreons will also get episode two of On Wednesdays We Wear Yellow Jackets, which is where we're covering the Yellow Jackets series. And then if you are one of our public listeners, right? You just stream us wherever. Then the next public episode is going to be next week, same time, same place. Brittany Norwood, Lululemon Murders, requested by Precious Little John John. You really? Yeah, Precious Little John John. It's like, you've got to check this out. Bugging us to do this. Literally, since we started the podcast. Since we started the podcast. You don't even listen to us. He's like, I will to cover the Louis women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> lie detector determined that was a fucking lie, Jonathan. You better listen to this one. I even bought a book. Like, I've read a, an actual book. Literally, that's terrible. Yeah. It's, that one's going to be a long episode. Actually, TBD. If that's going to be I a one-parter or a two-parter. I have literally deleted cases off of our calendar because it would require me to read an actual book. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The way that made me 
a laugh. Not that I and and I love books. I just like I don't have time. Dad's I can't research that way. Like I don't have time to read a book and write a fucking report on it. Like I'm not right. in high school. Like I need I need um like short articles and audio sources, please. Thank you. Yeah, see this one I'm just like skimming really quick to be nosy. I have 12 pages of notes, so it could be a one-parter. It could be a two-parter. depends on how commentating we are, you know? Yeah. Love that. Love a good two-parter. Beautiful. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, talk to you guys soon. More mm-hmm. episodes. Check out the Patreon. If you don't want to check out the Patreon or can't check out the Patreon, cool. Leave us a review, though. Because the more people we can reach, the more episodes we can put out publicly and for Patreons. So, absolutely. All right. See you guys next week. Toodle. Bye.